So this morning, we're going to get personal. We've been in this study halfway through of 40 days in the Word, and it's not an exercise for the church. It's not something to make us feel good. It's not something to check off the list. But as the video brought home, it's a matter of life and death. Your life and my life, the life of the world. Hear this story that Jesus tells, comes to us from Matthew's gospel. Therefore, anyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on a rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house. Yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain came down, the, the streams rose, and the wind blew and beat against that house. And it fell with a great crash. We're going to get personal because this is not an exercise for the church, but it's a matter of life and death. Life here and life eternal. It's been interesting if you have worked through the workbook, 40 Days in the Word, or maybe you've been in a small group. When you first start at the surface, it's, it's learning how to meditate on God's Word, how to meditate on Scripture. And you think, well, that's an inward journey, isn't it? You know, meditating on the Word, it's me and God. It's an inward journey. But Rick Warren, from the very start and all the way through, challenges us to make it an outward journey that we have to apply God's Word. It's not just for our heads. You know, we as humans spend so much time in our head. We just were in our head. And he says, if God's Word goes in you and just goes in your head, Rick Warren literally says it's dangerous. It's dangerous to do Bible study for the sake of Bible study. It's dangerous to go to God's Word simply for knowledge because it'll puff you up. It'll make you egotistical. It'll make you think you're better than everybody else because you know more scripture. He says it's dangerous if you do it just for knowledge, just for you. You have to apply it. You have to live it. At the very beginning, Rick Warren asked the question, what parts of the Bible do you believe? We'll probably all instinctively go, all of it, all of it, I believe all of it. But he says, the only parts of the Bible that you believe are the ones that you do. Ouch. That really hits. The only parts of the Bible that you believe are the ones that you do. Because if you believe it, you will do it. Challenging us not to have just this inward journey, but to take 
God's word out and apply it, to live it. That's what Jesus was talking about. If, if somebody hears these words and do, doesn't put them into practice, well, it's all going to come to ruin. But if you hear these words of mine and put them into practice, then it's like you've built a house on rock. It will stand the test of time. So we come to this portion where we personalize it and pray it, meditating on God's word to make it personal and learn how to turn scripture into prayer. And he challenges us that we can memorize scripture. Now, I know what you're thinking. I used to really be able to memorize, but now it's all sort of squishy up there. It's like a pinball machine. You never know what's going to what's going to come out as you get older. But if we memorize God's word, then we have it. We don't have to carry our book. We don't have to go to our, our Bible app on our phone. We don't have to look anything up. You know, life comes at you fast. And if you haven't memorized, it's right there. You can bring it right up. And, and you know, Scripture, what part of Scripture do you know by heart? Anybody? Just yell it out. Jesus wept. Jesus wept over his friend's Lazarus death, that he was human like us. What else do you know by heart? For God so loved the world that he gave his only son. What else do you know? I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Great words of encouragement. And if, if someone asks you, if kids said, what's Noah's Ark about? You could probably make it through that story, right? Right? You know, boat, rain, two by two. What happened on Easter morning? Anybody? He rose, right. You know it. You know it. You don't have to look it up. You know it. It's in you. We need to take Scripture and personalize it take it out into the world, because it's not for here, it's for the world. You know, we as Christians sometimes get everything backwards. You know, if you went out just out on the street and asked people, what do Christians do? What does a Christian do? What makes a person a Christian? What would they say? They go to church, right? They go to church. They come in to church. That inward journey again. But that's not what we're called to do. It didn't say, for God so loved the church. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son. Jesus doesn't say, whoever hears these words and goes to church, hears them again and sings the songs and lifts the prayers. No, he says, whoever hears these words of mine and puts them into practice, puts them into life, lives them, does them, that's the person whose life, whose house is built on the rock. So how do we personalize Scripture? Well, what we do is we put our name in it. You know, it's easy to sit at a distance and, and read the passages, even the ones we know by heart. You know, then it's a little bit, you know, it's at arm's length. It's at a distance. How do we make it, how do we make it personal? 
Well, let me take this. What did we say? For God so loved the world. For God so loved Alan that he gave his only son. Then I was thinking about this week, and I think, it's, I got to take it a step further. For God so loved Alan Keith Brooks that he gave his only son. You know, when I hear Alan Keith Brooks, I hear my mother's voice. It cuts me to the quick. You remember hearing that? When you hear your middle name, you better, you better listen. And when something important happens to you in life, when you, when you graduate or confirmed or anything big, all of a sudden they pull out your middle name, right? What is bigger than God loving you, God loving the world? For God so loved Alan Keith Brooks that if Alan Keith Brooks lives and believes in him, then Alan's going to live forever. What was the other one? If Alan, Alan Keith Brooks can do all things through God who strengthens him. Personalize it. Take any part of the Bible. Take the ones you know and put your name into it. Put your name into it so you know it's for you. You know it's personal. It's, it's not just some words on a, on a page. It's not over there. It's not, but it's you. You. Memorize it. Know it. And really, if you, if you think, well, I don't, I don't know many scriptures at all, and I couldn't memorize a chapter, let alone a book, all you have to know know is that God loves you, changes everything in your life. If you wake up every morning knowing that you are loved by God, your step is different. Your thoughts are different. The way you go to work or go to school is different. You have to know that. And if you know it, you, you live it, that you are loved by God. And Jesus died for your sins, for yours and mine. And that changes everything. Because we're going to fall short. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to sin. But we can ask for forgiveness in Jesus. And grace will fall upon us. That we don't have to make it on our own wits, on our own strengths. That Jesus died for our sins so that we might have eternal life. When was the last time you thought about eternal life? I know what you're thinking. We're just trying to make it through life. I'm just trying to make it through Tuesday. You wouldn't believe what's on my schedule. You wouldn't believe what people ask me to do. I'm just trying to get everybody out of the house in the morning. We don't live as if we're going to live forever. We don't even think about that. We should wake up every morning knowing that we are loved by God, that Jesus died for our sins. And if we accept Jesus, then we'll live forever. And that the Holy Spirit is with us to encourage us and to give us power. How many times in a week do you feel powerless? Do you feel weak? Do you feel ready to just give up? overwhelmed, but the Holy Spirit is ours to give us encouragement and to give us power. Tomorrow morning, know that you're loved by God. Jesus died for your sins, and the Holy Spirit will power you through 
the day. So we make it personal and we turn scripture into prayer. Sometimes we think, well, prayer is completely different than scripture. But you can take any scripture you want and pray it. We could take the scripture we read here and make it a prayer. You know, Jesus says, if, if you hear these words of mine and you put them into practice, how do, how do we make that a prayer? God, help me to hear your words and help me to put them into practice. Lord, forgive me when I have heard your word and failed to put it into practice. Forgive me, Lord, when I have fallen short. Forgive me when I have made a mess of my life and the whole house has crashed down around me. How do we turn Scripture into prayer? You could take just about any passage you want, any story, particularly in the New Testament, and turn it into a prayer. Lord, remind me that I can do all things only through you. So God, come. Come and help me do all things. Thank you, God, for loving the world so much that you gave your only son. Give me the strength to live and to believe in you. These 40 days are not an inward journal journey. This is not some exercise for the church. It's for your life. It's a matter of life and death for you for your family, for those around you, for every person that you're going to meet this week because Jesus came to save the world. So let us go and put these words into practice. May our hands and our feet, our, our mouth and our thoughts reflect Jesus to the world. May someone this week see something in us that's different than the rest of the world. May they see a glimmer of, uh, of eternal life. May they, they know this person's different because they know they're loved. I want to be loved. I want to wake up knowing I'm loved. May they see that we walk different because we know our sins are forgiven and they think, I want to be forgiven. May we put these words into practice so that our life, our house is built on the rock. Amen.